the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. How about a leave your smartphone at home day? Yeah, every day is some kind of a day, or every week is some kind of a week, uh, or every month is some kind of a month. I'm sure we remember June being Pride Month. And actually, I'm not sure what July is or what today is, but we have Bring Your Daughter to Work Day. I think they even have in some places Bring Your Dog to Work Day. So here's my proposal. Let's have a day called Leave Your Smartphone at Home Day. That doesn't just apply to being on the job. Just everybody. Just leave it at home, okay? It should be pretty obvious to just about everybody by this point that billions of people being equipped with their personal video camera and then the ability to disseminate the pictures they take around the world is one of the worst things ever to happen to the human race, because it is. Uh, There's a story out there today about Miranda Lambert. She's a country singer, big star. She stopped in mid-song during a concert because she was annoyed by all the smartphones in her face. And there's a debate going on about whether it was a good idea and was it, you know, does she have the right to say that and blah, blah, blah. And because, of course, in, in 2023, you can't go to a concert and just enjoy the concert. You have to have your smartphone out to record it. Now, I don't know what the people do with the recordings they get. Do they send them to their friends to make them jealous? What do they do? Uh, they, I, they keep them on their phones? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Anyway, during the recent uh, NBA season, uh, LeBron James set the all-time scoring record. And as he's making the shot to set the record, Behind the hoop, you can see every single person is holding up a phone. Imagine that happening with Bill Mazeroski's home run to win the 1960 World Series. Instead of people, or the Immaculate Reception, instead of people jumping up and down and just naturally being excited, everybody holding their phone out to get a picture of Maz crossing the plate. Picture the crowd doing that. That's, and then we, fortunately, we didn't have that back then. So for the mental health of the country, why don't we see if people could make it through a day without recording anything? No pictures of the sandwich they had for lunch. No pictures of the people fighting on airplanes. You know, just life the way it used to be when everything didn't have to be recorded for posterity. So let's get on it. Leave your smartphone at home to a day. Let's make a day for it. Are you in? Anyway, when we come back, Tucker Carlson is working on a new platform that would uh, or could go a long way toward uh, transforming the way media stars reach their audience. We will talk to our media expert, Jeff McCall, about that. And in our second half hour, the author of a book called The Nation Will Follow, firsthand experiences fighting the deep state and the action plan for the American citizen. This is written by a guy who knows all about the deep state because he worked in it, or for it. Stick around. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you. And without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years. And it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I received every night about the most important issues to read about. Pragertopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pragertopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, Pragertopia Unlimited. Go to Pragertopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal. 
The sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you fired on all cylinders. AccuWeather's proven superior accuracy means you'll be better informed and better prepared with precise local forecasts and severe weather alerts. You might think that all weather apps are the same, but in study after study, the superior accuracy of AccuWeather's forecasts and warnings have been proven in all categories. If you're going for a run, scheduling a trip, or stocking up before a storm, you want forecasts that are dependable and accurate so you can better plan ahead with peace of mind. Download the AccuWeather app, powered by superior accuracy at the App Store or Google Play today. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. This is John Steigerwald. You will receive a queen-size MyPillow for $19.98. Regular price is $69.98 and just $10 more for a king size. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty so you know it's going to last and a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want but need. Go to MyPillow.com, promo Promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. Attention, your money is now controlled by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. Hi, my name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000-800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Call 800-900-8000. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Tucker Carlson isn't on Fox anymore, but he's not going away. In fact, he may be coming back in a big way. You, you can be sure Fox's lawyers are going to be trying to prevent it. But he's made a seven-figure deal with something called Public Square, and he's looking for advertisers for his Twitter show. Jeffrey McCall, a professor of communications at DePaul University and a media critic for The Hill, uh, joins us now. Thanks for coming on again, as usual, Jeff. You're welcome, John. So what do you make of this deal? Uh, it's a shopping app with an agenda. He hates, uh, they hate ESG. Yeah, well, I think this shows that uh, Tucker Carlson is going to be fine. Uh, he's wanting to monetize his show on Twitter. I think this shows that there is money out there from conservative business interests. Uh, and the more traction Carlson gets for his Twitter show, the more people are going to show up. And this Public Square uh, app uh, is apparently going to bring him over a million bucks in advertising. And it's a site that supports uh, kind of anti-woke or anti-ESG types of businesses. So my guess is there are other people in line. Uh, and I think the key question here, uh, as Carlson moves to monetize his show, and he might end up making a lot more money doing his online stuff than he ever did at Fox News, I think the big question is whether Fox News Channel has the legal clout to shut him up, because... Fox News Channel considers that Carlson is still under contract to them, even though he's off the air. And if he's under contract to them, then in theory, the content he's producing is exclusive to them. Now, so far, he's just basically ignored them and done his little Twitter programs. Uh, and But they're getting some viewership. And I just wonder at some point, you know, where this ends up, because I'm sure that the Fox News Channel is not happy about this. Because, for one thing, 
Carlson could be taking advertisers that might otherwise be interested in Fox News Channel. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> his lawyers have basically told him to go pound salt. You're not going to silence my client. And so there, it seems to me that the attorneys are ready for a fight. And um, it's, Fox put out a cease and desist, a cease and desist order. So I'm guessing they're just going to let it play out in court and then hope for some kind of a settlement. Or Carlson will just the worst thing he can do is that they can do is just tell him to stop, and he'd have to stop. I don't think they're going to owe him any money. He's going to owe him any money. Yeah, well, you know, what's interesting about this is Fox News Channel has to be very careful for how aggressively they go after Carlson. They upset a lot of viewers when they unceremoniously dumped Carlson off of their lineup. And for a lot of the Fox News viewers across the country, they looked at the departure of Carlson as a sign that Fox News Channel has gone soft, that they're not uh, holding up to their normal agenda, that they've, they're, they're going too easy on the, the establishment and that sort of thing. And so if Fox goes too public and trying to silence Carlson or you know, make him take down his content or you know, get into his pocket or whatever, that's going to look very bad because... As I mentioned before, a lot of viewers are uncomfortable with the way that Carlson was tossed off a of Fox News Channel, and they 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 are looking for signs from Fox News Channel that they haven't lost their nerve to take on the establishment. And this is one way I think that they can, uh, you know, back off a little bit is to kind of let you know find a way behind the scenes as best they can with Carlson uh, to. to you know, cross the legal T's and dot the I's, uh, but without making a big public fight. Because if you go to court with this, you know, all the people around the country who like Carlson and who want to watch him on Twitter and want to hear what he has to say are going to say, well, there's Fox trying to shut up one of the guys who made them a ton of money and made them a ratings winner for the last five, six years. Yeah, and if they're not going to let me watch Fox, they ain't getting me to watch Jesse Waters or anybody else. That's you know that's that could be their attitude. Oh yeah, I think so, and and I think to a certain extent we've already seen that because Fox Fox News ratings have declined since the departure of Carlson. Yeah, and for a long time people were thinking, oh, that's just a temporary thing; people get over it. Now, by the way, I know it's the summer when ratings are down a little bit as it is, but we have not seen a bounce back for Fox News prime time. Jesse Waters is still doing fine. But the 8 o'clock program never really went anywhere. Sean Hannity's ratings have continued to struggle. Laura Ingram's ratings have continued to struggle. And so, uh, in a sense, Fox News shot itself in the foot by maybe too quickly, you know, snap judgment getting rid of Carlson, and they're paying the price for it now. Um, and the question is, can they bounce back at some point? And wh- whether over the long haul, you know, they'll, they'll reassure their audiences and lure them back, and we haven't seen that yet, and it's been several months now. So uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be touch and go, I think, for Fox News Channel. Of course, they've introduced their new prime time lineup, um, but they've basically just shuffled chairs around. And mm-hmm. their new their new lineup is not really a bold statement. It's it's not imaginative necessarily, and I'm not sure that Laura Ingram, uh, who basically attracts an older audience, is going to be a great lead in for Jesse Waters who's now moving to the what, what they would call the tentpole place on the primetime lineup. They expect him to be the star now to prop up the shows on either side of him. But I'm not sure Ingram is going to be a great lead-in uh, for Jesse Waters. And, you know, and frankly, uh, Waters probably will help Hannity a little bit at 9, but the Hannity program's a little stale uh, in some regards, I think. And, uh, and one evidence of that is that his producers have been starting to have studio audiences and yeah. having Sean Hannity town halls. And, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that in particular, but that comes off as a little gimmicky compared to a guy who for years just brought in, you know, uh, uh, guests to interview uh, or did commentary or whatever. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're loosening things up a little bit, and I think that's a sign that they know that the, their ratings are soft there. And also Hannity's audience is pretty old, too. And the, the one thing we knew about... Uh, Tucker Carlson, is he generated a broader demographic than what the other Fox News hosts have done over the years. Absolutely, He he brought in a lot of people who were younger 
He brought in a lot of people who were not necessarily right-leaning, but maybe libertarian or even independent, middle-of-the-road kinds of people, because he was interesting, and he took on issues that other people wouldn't. And so with him out of the picture now, Fox has to rely pretty much on the, the Sean Hannity crowd, which is older, generally right-leaning people. And, you know, you, you know this as well as anybody, the advertising industry likes to have some younger people in the audience. Yeah. Now, um, speaking of advertising, um, Tucker Carlson has gotten the views on Twitter, millions of them. We don't know really how that translates to people actually watching the entire presentation or show, whatever you want to call it. But getting advertisers to pay the big bucks, which he's now done, is a big step, isn't it? Well, yeah, it really is a big step. And my guess is that this is just the first of what will be several. And my guess is there are advertisers who are being approached right now who are probably still a little hesitant and waiting on the sidelines, partly just to see whether this Tucker Carlson initiative is going to get get legs or whether it's going to be held up in court or from a Fox News cease and desist or whatever. But if if he ever gets the go-ahead to, to go full steam, and by the way, I think he will have uh, avenues to get his two cents worth out there beyond just this program that he's planning yeah. to do on Twitter. And we kind of saw that already because... Uh, just recently, he was at that family leadership summit in Iowa, mm-hmm. uh, which got a lot of traction across the internet in many different platforms. Where he interviewed the, you know, a number of the leading Republican candidates for president, and you know it was kind of a command performance for some of those people to show up and like, hey, you're being vetted here by Tucker Carlson, and if he gets on your side, that's going to be a boost to your campaign. So. He's, a, he's still a figure. He's still a force out there. Uh, I was a little surprised that one of his Twitter interviews was with uh, kind of the uh, notorious Andrew Tate, mm-hmm. uh, the, the kickboxing guy. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not sure that was the best uh, move for Carlson because, you know, I think it suggests that maybe he's, I mean, he's always wanted to be edgy, but, you know, talking to a guy who's been accused of human trafficking is probably not your best idea at the moment. But, uh, you know, again, it does show that he's still willing to talk to people that other media won't and that he's willing to take on topics and issues that other people won't, which is one of the reasons people like to watch him on Fox News. We're talking to Jeff McCall. He's a professor of communications at DePaul University, uh, media critic for The Hill. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering, uh, you mentioned uh, the the uh, event that he was doing uh, in Iowa. It's the Family Leadership Summit, and he did a bunch of interviews. Some people some Republicans showed up, some didn't, and obviously Iowa's kind of significant because of the Iowa caucuses and all that stuff. But um, a writer named Elle Purnell, or Ellie, I don't know how you pronounce her name, but uh, of the Federalists, I thought she did a really good column today. Um, and she, she uh, talked about how the, uh, the Carlson showed everybody how it's done. Um, by he, he said that, she said that, she, he did something to the Republicans that they're not used to, and that is those those people that showed up to be interviewed by him, they're not used to getting hit from the right, which means that they – if uh, her theory being – and she quoted a guy named uh, Steve Deese from, from Blaze TV, and he said, there's a reason the GOP wants enemy media to moderate their debates and forums – so that they only get hit from the left, and therefore every Republican looks like a hero. I think that's a great angle that she sees there, and, and the one she gets there from Steve Deese. What do you think? Oh, I agree with you. There a lot of astute observations in that piece. And I think this goes to show that Carlson, in many regards, has his ear to the ground you know, for the interest and the sentiments of the nation in ways that the establishment, kind of traditional left-wing media, can't do. And so, yeah, when these Republican candidates showed up and he was interviewing them, and it wasn't necessarily from, like, the hard right, but just from the non-left, yeah. when you get right down to it. And, he, and you know, and challenging uh, Mike Pence, for example, on, like, his unwavering support for Ukraine, uh, which is an interesting thing. And I'm not sure Pence handled that discussion all that well, to tell you the truth. But uh, it was interesting that these people, I think he interviewed six other Republican candidates, and some of the ones that he interviewed probably will benefit, you know, from the exposure and the chance to have a sensible discussion on a wide range of topics 
with a guy who has his ear to the ground. And, uh, you know, Vivek Ramaswamy, I think, is one of those guys who handled himself pretty well in that discussion. Uh, but he needs visibility. And he, he's an interesting character and an articulate guy uh, and not a typical politician, which means that the establishment Republicans are probably don't, not really on his bandwagon either. Uh, but you did have a couple of establishment Repu- Republicans like Nikki Haley and Mike Pence, of course. Um, but uh, that, you know, Tucker Carlson talked to Vivek and he talked to Asa Hutchinson as well, who, by the way, I don't think handled himself all that well either. But it does raise the profile of these other people like Nikki Haley and Tim Scott was interviewed, I think, as well. These people benefit from having Tucker Carlson kind of screen them, so to speak, and to have them justify their their kind of right of center credentials. Yeah, and, and this this um, this um, uh, writer El Purnell, she says these center left dissidents may be strange bedfellows with a right wing firebrand like Carlson, but they're both part of the same sea change against legacy. There's your favorite word against legacy media gatekeepers made possible by the entrepreneurial possibilities of the Internet and the insufferable arrogance of media elites. I think what she's trying to say there, um, uh, Jeff, is that uh, if Carlson has success with this, this could be a big problem for the media elites at the legacy media. Oh, yeah, I think so. The insufferable media elites, as she called them, are, are insufferable in many regards, as you and I have discussed before. And I think... There is going to come a time here where the, the, the national electorate is going to care less and less about what the establishment media thinks. And so that, that means that in these alternative platforms, not CNN, not New York Times, uh, not Washington Post, those kinds of places, wherever those are going to be, which, it would, which would include Tucker Carlson perhaps. And, you know, and it, interestingly, he's going to be heading now to try to develop his new platform, his outreach platform through any number of avenues at a time when interest in news is going to be ramped up over the next year with the national presidential election, not to mention all the other kinds of things going on around the world. So he's doing this at a good time, and I think he's going to be one of the people who might well say, uh, we don't care what the insufferable elites think anymore. We want to reach people on their own level. And to a certain extent, we've we've got other people out there already doing that. Ben Shapiro, for example, Joe Mm -hmm. Rogan is already doing that. Uh, and I think that's going to be uh, a trend that will continue. We're finishing up here with Jeff McCall, professor of communications at DePaul University, media critic for The Hill. Uh, I did see one thing, and I don't know if I talked to, uh, to you about this the last time you were on. I saw, and I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily blame Tucker Carlson for this, but uh, Mike Pence really took a lot of heat for what he said about not caring about cities and caring about Ukraine more. And I have about a minute left here. And it was an example of something that I hate, and I may have talked to you about this uh, with you before, but it was an, in, an unfair, um, and it was a very uh, bad edit. They, they didn't let him, they cut him off before he finished his thought, and he explained that, but he got destroyed by the rest of the media because they only showed, they cut the, they cut the sound bite uh, 20 seconds before he was finished, and it made him say something he didn't actually say, and that, that, that disappointed me. Well, I must say the editing procedures of a lot of the establishment media are designed to try to put things out of context and to make people look bad. And, you know, Mike Pence, in many regards, has tried to distance himself from his time as vice president with Trump. But for the establishment media, you know, Pence might as well be, you know, Trump 2.0 or whatever. Uh, You know, Pence Pence is on the wrong side of all the social issues when it comes down to the establishment media. and, you know, Pence, Pence was governor of the state I live in, and, you know, I think he's a reasonable guy. I think, you know, he's a decent person, uh, but he's going to have a hard time getting traction from the establishment media. Uh, and, of course, given that his, he's had this break with Trump, he might have trouble dealing with the right-of-center Trump voters as well. So I'm not sure where his campaign's going to go. It'll be interesting to watch. Well, I think he'll end up working in the media, but we'll talk about that down the road. Uh, Jeff, I'm out of time right now. I appreciate it, as always, for being on the show. You're welcome. Okay, that's uh, Jeff McCall, professor of communications at DePaul University. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. GOP lawmakers rushing to the defense of former President Trump. 
after news that he's a target of the federal January 6th investigation. Bob Agnew has more. Revelations the former president is being targeted has drawn fierce criticism of the DOJ from several GOP lawmakers. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy cites recent polls showing the former president leading Joe Biden in a potential 2024 rematch. What do they do now? McCarthy said to reporters, weaponize government to go after their number one opponent. This marks a second federal investigation into the former president. He pleaded not guilty to 37 counts in a separate case in June involving the mishandling of classified documents. Bob Agner reporting. An American soldier who fled across the border from South Korea into North Korea had been facing military disciplinary action. Private second class Travis King. This is SRN News. The recent bank failures are serving as a warning about how fragile our banking system really is. As millions of Americans panic, do you know what central banks are doing? Well, they're actually buying up gold at record levels. They're relying on it as a safe haven during these difficult times. That's how confident they are in the dollar. Hi, I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author and evangelical leader to millions of people just like you. We're all Americans who want to protect our family's savings no matter what. I tell people the best option is to diversify their 401k or IRA into physical gold or silver with the help of Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, just text the word FAITH to the number 989898 to get a free information kit on gold IRAs. Look, there's no strings attached. It's not going to hurt you to take action now. So take the first step today and educate yourself. Get your free info kit when you text FAITH to 989898 right now. And I pray you and your family are greatly blessed. Sometimes it seems like America has gone upside down. Sometimes it seems like everybody's lost their mind. Everything we believe in has now become wrong. And what the other side believes in is getting the best of us. Hey, when you start to feel that way, just remember, you're here listening for a reason. You're here because you know the truth, and so do others like you. It's through that knowledge that you learn how to fight this culture war. We have to fight it. We have to win it. AM 1250, The Answer. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JMD Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JMD Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&D Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. Join Beth Andrews of NetWorth Advisors for the NetWorth Financial Hour. Saturdays at 7 a.m., 4 p.m., and 7 p.m., and Sunday mornings at 11. Get the news and information you need to help make your retirement dreams a reality. Don't miss the NetWorth Financial Hour with Beth Andrews. Saturdays at 7 a.m., 4 p.m., and 7 p.m., and Sunday mornings at 11. Firm offers insurance services. NetWorth Advisors, LLC, is a registered investment advisor. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh. W223CS, Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Mainly clear skies for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 64. Clouds and sun tomorrow turning a bit less humid with a high of 83. Rather cloudy and humid tomorrow night with a low of 64. Periods of clouds and sun for Thursday with a couple of showers and thunderstorm. Storms can bring flash flooding, damaging winds, even a tornado. It'll be humid with a high of 84. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, there are lots of people, mostly liberals, who will tell you that there is no such thing as the deep state, that it's just right-wing paranoia. Uh, there are lots of people uh, who believe there is something called the deep state, but they can't tell you what it is. Well, Colonel retired John Mills is the author of a book called The Nation Will Follow, First-Hand Experiences Fighting the Deep State and the action plan for the American citizen. 
He was also the former, uh, he is also the former director of cybersecurity, policy, strategy, and international affairs at the Department of Defense, and he joins us now. Colonel, thanks for coming on. Hey, John, thank you, and it's an honor to be on your show with you. So, um, thank you for doing it. Yeah, so so you obviously uh, believe there is a deep state. Can you tell us what it is? I don't know, in 50 words or less. Uh, well, okay, first of all, I'm kind of the first of a number of whistleblowers here, and I told my story uh, last year, but the deep state is, is t- essentially it's the uh, – it's the technocrats. It's the it's the super knowledgeable folks like like somebody named let's say for example Dr. Fauci, and these are the ones. Oh, Fauci still has his security detail after retirement. That's very interesting. So it's the technocrats who are experts in their areas. Then there's the bureaucrats. Those that's kind of what I was. You know, kind of the line workers, both uh, uh, both uh, civil service, uh, uniform contractors, uh, and, and even the political appointees. Uh, but then there's the plutocrats, the plutocrats. And that's, you know, really the Jeff Bezos, you know, Elon Musk, uh, you know, uh, so the, the Zuckerberg, things like that, you know, have immense wealth to influence and shape. And, you know, they're the ones who are oftentimes connected to the WEF and things like that. So that's your three basic groupings of the deep state. Oh, by the way, Rasmussen says 84% of Americans believe there's a deep state. Only 16% don't. People believe there's a deep state, um, but it's only been, it seems to me, it's only been recently that we've heard it described as such. Um, It's always, has it always been, I mean, aside from um, the Elon Musks and the Zuckerbergs and all those people, the deep state that you just described has it always kind of been there but they're just we're just now talking about it well you know i spent an entire career in government and i didn't really realize it until right at the very end it, and it, it was here here's my uh you know uh, stephen ban steve k bannon wrote the uh, preface to my book modern whitaker chambers mm-hmm. And my Damascene moment was walking, uh, rushing to an ame- rushing to a meeting in the Pentagon. Uh, came to the A ring, that's the inner circle. Ran into somebody who had been a Bush appointee and uh, been a uh, a good friend. And this was this was July of twenty six uh, of uh, twenty sixteen, uh, and uh, you know had been a good friend, a mentor. And I just uh, we, we he was rushing to a meeting, and you know that's what you do in the Pentagon is rush to meetings and. Uh, so I said, just, hey, you're, you're going to support Trump at the uh, convention, right? And I've been a Ted Cruz guy, in my personal opinion. I've been a Ted Cruz guy, but after yeah. I saw him knock out 16 in a row. But he says, what he said changed my life. Uh, not as important as becoming a saved believer in Christ, but it was, he said, no, we see more opportunities with her. And I go, holy smokes. I mean, in a flash, in a nanosecond, Everything Donald J. Trump was saying about the swamp and the deep state made sense. It just was like a lightning bolt hit me. From that point onward, I knew absolutely there was a deep state. So you're her so, being her being Hillary Clinton, and this guy yes. being uh, a former uh, a Bush appointee, and yeah. um, th- that his loyalty to Bush or his loyalty to the Republican Party or his political beliefs in general were trumped by, uh, to use a word, uh, by Hillary Clinton being able to, what did he say, more opportunities, or what was the word he we used? We see more opportunities with her. We see more opportunities with her. And I just about choked him. I just about grabbed his throat and choked him. I said, who is we and what opportunities do yeah, you Yeah, that was my next point, question. What did, did, you, did, you, did you say that? or? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I said. Who is we? And what, I, I just was, was shocked by it. I, I mean, I just, I, I literally had to refrain from putting my hands around his throat and choking him right there on the spot. I mean, what, what is he talking about from that point onward? Now, right after the 2016 election, after that fateful day in, in the 2016 in November, yeah. when Trump, Trump won, I got a, a call on the, uh, the classified phone from a colleague, a career uh, civilian uh, civil service colleague, uh, who said, "John, you have got 
we're spinning up an, uh, an interagency committee to finalize the Russian narrative and prove that, uh, and, 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 and potentially delay or block Trump's first inauguration. And I just go, you're absolutely, this is insanity. This is insanity. So what I, we went through the process in November and December of 2016. In the end, at the out, outcome of our product, it has to be given back to the departments. And I reviewed it, what I had worked on, and I gave my, my, my memo to Ash Carter, who's now dead, said, uh, non-concur. There was no evidence in this, in this top secret forum. There was no evidence. And so I recommend non-concur. And I was called, John, don't worry about it. Stand down. Uh, Ash has already signed because Comey and Brennan are personally hands on keyboard typing out this, uh, this Intel community assessment. The unclassified one is right on the DNI website. Everybody go read it. So the classified version essentially had, had nothing. Uh, it was nothing. It was a nothing burger. So there, you know, there was an attempt to block or delay Trump's first inauguration. So the war was already on. And, you know, we've already had the arrest of Charles McGonigal, who was the head of counterintelligence in the Yorkfield office, the largest FBI office. And, and in early 2016, we were getting all of a sudden all these reports of Russia, 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 Trump, 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 coming from Charles McGonigal. And I gave, I gave a lot of statements to the Durham investigation I think Durham, in the end, he got his report out, but he, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure what happened is Merrick Garland said, hey, we're going we're gonna to strip out the Charles McGonigal arrest, because uh, you know, he'd been arrested for working for the Russians, taking money from the Russians. So this guy, who was the key figure in the Russia, Russia, Russia story, senior FBI agent, has been arrested for working for Russia. So you, you've heard almost nothing about it in the media. And I'm sure Merrick refused to allow that into the Durham investigation, but there were five criminal referrals out of the Durham investigation. Page 11, a lot of people just went right over people's heads. Three of those five sound awfully familiar and similar to the information that I gave to the Durham investigation. So there's still five criminal referrals. But ladies and gentlemen, there is a deep state. They actively work to undermine Trump before he was even elected. Then once he was elected, the coup started and continues to this day. Well, they obviously didn't think there was any chance he was going to be elected, correct? And they were actually absolutely stunned oh, oh. stunned when Hillary oh, well, lost. Well, well, this is in the book also. Is um, So in October, on October 6, 2016, I was at a dinner in London. And on the plane over, a, a retired FBI senior official who I knew very well had worked with for years – um, was at that, and he also was at this dinner, unbeknownst to me, he was going to be at this dinner. We all stood up and, you know, in, in, in London and, and, you know, kind of sing for our supper. It was a private dinner of about 50 people and uh, tell what we we're passionate about. And he went absolutely back on a crazy, never seen him like this before. He said, we're going to prove Trump is a Russian asset. Most of the people in the room are globalist elites and they're guffawing and they're going, oh, come on, Hillary's going to clean up the, the floor with this clown. Come on. And uh, so they it, it, it went right over most people's heads because they're going to say, and at that time, you got to remember, that was not Trump. You know, Trump and Russia was not a, a big story no, in no. The public media. Yeah. So, so right then, and the only, as I look back and I did the forensics, there was only one reason this former official was in London at that time, and that was to coordinate the story with Papadopoulos. Gina ha- no, Gina Haspel. Gina oh. Haspel, CIA chief of station. Mm-hmm. So this guy was there at the behest of he was a good friend of James Comey. And, uh, and I'm sure Comey spun up Crossfire Hurricane like in the, on the first couple of days of, uh, of October and said, as an insurance policy, so-and-so, I want you, I'm not going to name his name, so-and-so, I want you to go to London and coordinate the, the Fusion GPS story with Gina Haspel, CIA chief of station. Later, Trump picked the CIA director, and yeah, we all know how that all worked out. Mm-hmm. You know? So so there is there is a cabal, there is a deep state, and, and we need to have absolute, the American government is owned by the American people, but the challenge is in the swamp, this perversion occurs where everybody, hey, this is a great gig. Yeah, you can't get fired. I yep. mean, yeah, yeah and, 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 and oh, by the way, we don't want anybody who's going to upset the apple cart. Uh, everything, we want things just the way they are. Trump 
was an existential threat. Now, Sue Gordon just came out. Uh, she was uh, like number two or three at CIA. Uh, I know, know a little bit about her, but in some meetings with her, and she just came out blasting uh, Trump winning a second, uh, a second or third term. And you know, there you go. There's the deep state again. You know, if she was a professional, she'd be quiet and not get partisan. But here she is, Sue Gordon, former. I can't remember if she was. I don't think she's number two, maybe number three at, at CIA, just because they are terrified of Trump coming back in office. Because, hey, I tell you what, because we're going we're gonna to drain the swamp. That's what's going to happen. And so they are terrified. So they're going to, you know, Smith is going to throw every possible indictment at him. It's a fraud. Uh, the more indictments they throw at him, uh, the stronger uh, Trump gets. So this is what we're dealing with. And, and the next election, it's all about... And the whole story of this book here is, is also, it's an action, 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 prefaced by Stephen K. Bannon. What do you do about it? What does the American citizen do? Mm-hmm. And it's 95% of us should spend 97% of their energy making sure their, their county or county equivalent, there's roughly 3,300 counties in America, our county equivalents, make sure their own county is clean. And that makes sure, and that means you have to dominate the seven common centers of governance. And that's your, school board, that's your county council, that's your election board, that's your registrar in Arizona, they're called uh, recorders, sheriffs, judges, and prosecutors, those seven, dominate them. So secure your county and the nation will follow. But because this next election, it's going to be all about Maricopa in Arizona, it's going to be about Fulton in Georgia, and it's going to be about Philadelphia. Yeah. So th- this is, so American citizen, don't get mad get off the couch, get in the game and get involved in your, make sure you're all, is this, the county is the bait is the basic building block of our constitutional Republic of our election process or our governance process. So ladies and gentlemen, absolutely. That is your, your mission. That is your mission. We're talking get to uh, John Mills. He's the author of the nation will follow firsthand experiences fighting the deep state and the action plan for the American citizen. It's amazing things you just uh, told us here, uh, John. I, I, um, this is something that it, it seems pretty obvious to me, and and maybe you can uh, just tell me what you think of this. But I, it just it just seems to me that they they are they were and still are terrified of Donald Trump because of what he didn't know. In other words, it, he was a clean slate coming in. He gets elected. He wasn't supposed to be elected. And they knew that he was going to start seeing things that were going to knock him off his feet. Some of the stuff that goes on that nobody outside the swamp was aware of. And they knew that they had a new guy in there who was going to look at this stuff and say, what is this? What's going on here? Let's fix this. And they don't want that. And that takes me back to what the guy, the the Bush appointee said to you when he said he was going to vote for Hillary or push for Hillary. Because, as you said, they have a nice gig down there. And Trump was going to a guy going to come in and start asking too many questions. Yeah, he was not beholden to any money interest. Yeah. Uh, he had his own. He had his own money. He didn't care what the the established narrative was, or 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 what they said. That he didn't care. He wasn't interested in America first, which means the American citizen first. And this is what has happened in in the swamp and the elite. They couldn't care less about the American citizen. It's all about uh, uh, the, the, the elite and uh, uh, and the deep state. And 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 this is co- this is not a problem only in our country. It's a problem in many countries around the world where an elite have kind of risen to the top, and they couldn't care less about what their citizens say, think, or do. Just shut up, sit down, get vaccinated, and do what you're told. I mean, this is that's all they care about, and. You know, it's a fraud. So Donald J. Trump was the first and really the only one who can stand up and say, no, no, we don't agree with that. And again, you know, I always point to Rasmussen's poll numbers from last year. Eighty four percent believe there is a deep state. Only 16 percent don't. So, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, we're 84 percent. I, I think we got this. Just got to get off the couch and get in the game. Don't don't shout on social media. Just Get down to your county. These stupid, boring meetings is where they stole the country over 50 years. 
get to your school board, you know, all the, you know, Howard's in textbooks that made mm-hmm. little mush heads out of everybody yep. over 50 years. We've talked years. about that here, yeah. Oh, so, ladies and gentlemen, it's on us to get involved in, in your county at these, at these meetings. These meetings are stupid. They're boring. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is how they stole the country. So, you know, we put God, family, country as the priorities, which is, is correct in the right order of precedence. But part of that, even uh, with God, and there's, there's Bible scripture on this, is you got to spend time in governance and government and these proceedings. you got to spend time doing that. Romans 13 talks about that. you got to do this. Well, Everybody thinks the pr- price of liberty is just our uniform military overseas. No, the price of liberty is showing up at these stupid, boring meetings and being informed and making a statement. The, the book is The Nation Will Follow Firsthand Experiences Fighting the Deep State and the Action Plan for the American Citizen. Could talk to you a lot longer, uh, John, but I'm out of time. I, I have a minute left. So I'm going to, I just want to ask you this one, and if you can sum it up in less than a minute. Are the FBI and the CIA part of the deep state, and do they need to be blown up and reassembled? Yeah, well, it's the Church Committee from 1973-74 did a did a almost total review of the at least the intelligence community. We need to do that again. I've had several Epic Times articles on this here. We need a new com, uh, a new investigation because we have to have absolute transparency and accountability and uh, take it even further than the 73-74 Senator Frank Church Committee hearings. So yes, we we have to, and I think we in many ways have to starve the old organizations and start new organizations. We need aggressive intelligence and law enforcement, but it's to protect the American citizen and, and, and fight the, uh, the, the, the evil threats from outside the country, uh, not uh, target and harass the American citizen. Well, John, I'm out of time. I really appreciate you coming on. The book, again, The Nation Will Follow, Firsthand Experiences, Fighting the Deep State and the Action Plan for the American Citizen. Good luck with it. Thanks for coming on the show. John, thank you. Honored to be on your show with you. We'll be right back. Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it when we say dogs are part of our family and there's nothing like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with Rough Greens, R-U-F-F, because we want them to feel healthy and be with us as long as possible. I know Charlie Kirk feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. I rely on my trusted furry friend, Mr. Briggs, who's an absolute machine, and he relies on me to provide what's best for him. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed Rough Greens, not a dog food, but a supplement full of vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, and omega oils that Mr. Briggs absolutely needs and loves. Trying Rough Greens for your dog just makes sense. Greetings, naturopathy Dr. Dennis Black here. I'm honored that the Pragers and Charlie trust their dog's health to Rough Green. I'm so confident that Rough Green can help your dog too that I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, dog food is dead food, but it doesn't have to be. Go to RUFFGreens.com. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. This is John Steigerwald. You will receive a queen-size MyPillow for $19.98. Regular price is $69.98 and just $10 more for a king size. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty so you know it's going to last and a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want but need. Go to MyPillow.com Promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. 
That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major your investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, there's a story out there today that uh, Donald Trump has received a letter demanding that he appear before a District of Columbia grand jury in four days to testify uh, related to the January 6th, uh, 2020 protests at the U.S. Capitol. And uh, Donald Trump is saying that he expects to be arrested again. So uh, and what they're going to uh, we know what they're going to charge him with uh, uh, inciting uh, an insurrection. And uh, so I, I just happened to see these tweets today, just so people keep this in mind when this story starts to develop. This is, uh, this is a tweet from Donald Trump, 3.13 p.m., January 6th, 2021. This is with Donald Trump, who's supposed to have incited uh, an insurrection. Uh, this is what he was tweeting. And he had uh, quite a few followers, if you remember. I'm asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol, Capitol to remain peaceful, no violence, exclamation point, Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. And then one other tweet, uh, if I can get it up here in 20 seconds before I'm out of time, and uh, maybe I won't, but it's a similar tweet. Um, Yeah, he just said, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. This is the guy they're coming after for inciting violence. I'll talk to you tomorrow. John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.